Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a crowd podcast. Alan Hansen, match of the day and Liverpool legend. 620 appearances for Liverpool where he won the lot. Has sat next to Mark Lawrence and longer than anyone in human history. Plus, author with a penchant for dodgy literary tie-ins. But let's see what the book club thought of one of these 2009's Alan Hansen's strangest football injuries in. Are we really going to read this? Fine. In this week's Football Book Club. But why is Andy Gorham's bite poisonous? (laughs) All right, you guys fancy a bit of toppling later? Yeah, let's have a little topple. I will always reward balls. Hello and welcome to Football Book Club, the only book club where, instead of literary classics, each week we read another footballer's autobiography. Less Douglas Adams, more Tony Adams. And thanks to South Standrew on Instagram for that one. Jackie, look impressed. I like that. I like that one. I like that Inch. one. How have we never got that one before? I know. I know. I'm disappointed. But they're both, they're both from North London. It works. True. I'm James Berg, and over the weeks we're reading classics such as Mickey Adams's My Life in Football and the complete cassettes of Alan Shearer's My Story so far. <laughs> we're not doing that. But today, okay. <laughs> but today we're reading 2009's Alan Hansen Cash In, Alan Hansen's Strangest Football Injuries. And reading with me are Jack Bernhardt. Hello. Natasha Daniels. Hello. And James Balgen. Hello. How are we all doing? All good? Good, thanks. Why did you make us read this book? <laughs> <laughs> I am extremely grumpy I'm an angry grumpy man <laughs> I'm glad you brought it up And I'm glad you gave me a little insight into what you think about it Because I'm fascinated <laughs> by these kind of books I love these kind of cynical Stocking fillers because I always kind of Do wonder you? who. Yeah I, I, they're, 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 they're fascinating I always wonder who buys them And then I remember that it, I have loads of them And it's my family and friends who buy them So I'm guessing <laughs> I'm, I'm so, guessing we've all had we've all had some things like this, right? Did you guys have these kind of books growing up? As a girl, even if you like football, you never really get given these. But the closest thing that I was given as a kid was Steps had a VHS of their best <laughs> recipes. And someone once bought me that. And Claire from Steps taught me how to make carbonara. And I still make it in the way that Claire taught me. So, yeah. No. <laughs> that, is, that is just people from Steps, like, throwing darts at a board going uh, <laughs> yeah let's get steps We've, to tell us their favorite thonk yeah. recipes yeah. sure cool well, it's Good, like fine. it's going to the girls we'll teach them to cook you know did h and uh, lee latchford evans pop up in it as well or was it just the girls they did and do you know what i have just remembered it wasn't just cooking half of them did cooking but lee latchford evans taught you how to walk on a tightrope <laughs> what was this <laughs> Right, we're reading this book next week. It sounds I, incredible. I would like to know who is there going like, I need a book that can teach me how to make a carbonara. But also, yeah. I am a trapeze artist. Um, <laughs> moving, moving away from steps. Uh, James, Jack, you must have had some books or videos and stuff like this. Um, I mean, I had the the old, uh, like the Danny Baker ones, you know, the whole, the Danny yep. Baker uh, VHSs. Yeah, uh, where he's kind of like... Just- Pulling his hair out on the front yeah. cover. Like, I can't oh. believe the goalkeeper's done that. Yeah, Nick Hancock. He had some Nick Hancock's Hancock. football nightmares, uh, one of them, yeah. which was probably maybe even worse than this book. <laughs> well, I mean, the important thing about those uh, those things that were like DVDs or videos is that they are like you can see the the funny things happen. Yes. The the crucial thing about this book is that they are described to you in a very boring way. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's it's almost like this book is like the novelization of one of those uh, VHSs. 
It's amazing. I, I had a DVD called Danny Dyer's Football Foul-Ups and I would love to oh, read it. Nice. <laughs> it would have been a lot of core blimey is Sammy Upia falling on his falling down the apples and pears or I don't know. I don't know what they Look say. Look at this mug. But Alan Hansen has made loads of these uh, kind of spin-off things. So I've got a list of, I think of every single Alan Hansen cash-in down here oh, if you want to hear them. Alan Hansen's soccer quiz book from 1993. Six of the best uh, from the greatest players to the greatest matches. Hansen makes his choice. Then there's the VHSs, the Entertainers series, of which I look, there's about 50 of them. Alan Hansen's Guide to Fantasy Football 94-95. High, Wide and Hansen, which I guess is very much in the um, frame mm. of Danny Baker and Nick Hancock. The FA Premier League Interactive Super Quiz 2007 with Alan Hansen. Oh no, that sounds like one of those ones that you got. Do you remember those... Um quizzes you used to get free with Cocoa Pops. Yes, I was going to say the thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're like, I'm not going to I'm not going to go to my computer to put in a CD-ROM. I'm eating yeah. Cocoa Pops. Yeah, like a dusty CD-ROM that yeah. <laughs> loose in the back of the Cocoa Pops. So weird. Uh, and then finally, I mean, the list goes on, but I've also got Alan Hansen's Sports Challenge on Wii and PS2. Imagine that. They were still making Do you know that. what? This man is possibly the most prolific author we've ever read, and I don't believe yeah. he's ever written one of these books. I <laughs> totally, totally agree. <laughs> I, I don't. I, this is this is this book. Alan Hansen's Strange Football Injuries, a collection of all the weirdest injuries ever sustained off the pitch. I think you're absolutely. I don't think he wrote a word of it. I I doubt he even knows it exists. I really doubt he even it knows it exists. Is he aware of any of these things? Does he know? Who did he sell his likeness to in 1992? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and why do they not use it anymore? Because I haven't seen Alan Hansen anything in ages. Where, for a man so prolific, it, yeah, the copyright just went out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the That's copyright so on Alan right. Hansen. I'm beginning to think like even the photos of him in this book are just somebody with an Alan Hansen mask on. Because- <laughs> It's so little to do with him. But as the book says on the front cover, it's frighteningly funny in quote marks with no one attributed to that quote. quote, So let's see if he's right. It says it's frighteningly funny, yet somebody literally drinks bleach in this book. It's not all laughs. It's not all funny. Okay, over the show, we're going to go into more depth about the book. We'll have a quiz at the end. Ken's back with another chant, and we'll talk about some very funny football injuries. First, let's see what Amazon is saying about the book. Do you want to hear what it's saying about the book? Yes. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the book has zero ratings from zero reviews. We found oh. one. We got another one. Oh, I was really hoping for at least a fury, like a furious couple of one stars. No, I, I'm glad it's been ignored. It deserves ignoring. That's that's very true. But Jack, there is always time for you to um, write your review under your alias of Jag. Uh, after, all your, <laughs> after everything you said about Karen Brady, not as book. attractive as Karen Brady. <laughs> I'd love if we just had one review by Alan Hansen. Just like, what the hell? I didn't write this. <laughs> <laughs> that's clearly Alan Shearer in a mask. <laughs> Here's something interesting, though. We mentioned all those VHSs. How many credits do you think Alan Hansen has on IMDb? James, what's your guess? <gasps> oh. He must have loads. He was on I the mean, telly all the time, wasn't he? It doesn't include Match of the Day because then it would be in the thousands. I think, yeah, individual videos. episodes yeah. for Match of the Day. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's got to be like 20. Oh. Uh, okay, that's a good guess. Yeah. Jack, Tash? I'm going to say 42. Okay. I'm calling this off. Oh. You're all way overshot. It's 15. Oh, <laughs> it's 15. <okay>. But... <laughs> Uh, it, it has been 12 since 1999 and I checked that's the same number as Daniel Day-Lewis uh, <laughs> has, had, has had since that so he's been in all these kind of things including obviously a star turn in Bend It Like Beckham which I'm sure we all remember mm-hmm. do, that, was the, that was the one thing I had in my head I was like yep there we go yeah. I think him him singing him saying the line feeling hot 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 is burned in my mind because you know they have that compilation at the end when they all they get everyone in the cast to sing feeling hot oh, maybe no, it maybe didn't have as much of an impact on everyone else anyway uh, what, <laughs> what, what, what does he do in that film I can't remember him He's, they just analyse a game of some sort, don't they? It's Gary oh, Lineker. Yeah, the, it, it's a fantasy scene at the start because isn't isn't oh, she? Yeah. She scores oh, a goal, yeah. and then she's celebrating with David Beckham, and then it's Matt, right. it's like Gary Lineker uh, and um, Alan Hansen going like, "Whoa, this player's really good." What do you think, the player's mum? And the player's mum's <laughs> like, "Oh, she shouldn't play football because girls <laughs> shouldn't play right. football." <laughs> That sounds right. And also, we should probably stress early on, because I think you have some, you're going to have some strong opinions on this. We're not <laughs> criticising Alan Hansen, because he just clearly isn't the author. So <laughs> go, he doesn't go wild. Know this book exists. He doesn't know. He doesn't care. Go wild and crazy. You've got free I reign. I just feel like it's kind of cheating to even give it the same sort of analysis that we normally do, because it's, it's not really a book. It's more like 
a random selection. It's like one of those clickbait articles at the bottom of a BuzzFeed page. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good point. That's exactly yeah. right. You'll be shocked by what, uh, I don't know, Jan Mulby's knee looks like yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> James, uh, obviously, Alan Hansen, a big Liverpool legend. Did you enjoy the book? No. <laughs> well, well some bit some bits of it did also i think it's worth pointing out some of our some of our friends pop up in this book i'm not sure if peter reed did did he oh that's good mm. i don't think he did i didn't notice don't peter think reed he did, but paddy kenny perry yep. groves sean yep. Gorter, and yeah. barry ferguson all make an appearance yeah that's very so true that and i nice. think someone and david seaman and david seaman pops up yeah david well. seaman's there as well yeah and they often actually interestingly they mention a lot of the injuries that we read about in their books so paddy's got yeah. the uh, they've got mm. the paddy kenny uh biting incident at the curry house um mm. yeah uh, perry groves is when he jumps up and hits his head on the yeah. supporters bench isn't it i think which i think was our dramatic reading i and i honestly think our dramatic <laughs> reading that episode was better than this whole book so <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was the advice jack uh so james and tash loved it jack do you agree with them <laughs> best book yet uh uh, it, I mean, it's basically yeah. It's it's uh it's a bunch of Wikipedia articles stitched together, isn't it? There we go. But not even particularly well stitched together. No, no, it, no. In and it, in many ways, um, like it's not only just a bunch of Wikipedia articles stitched together. It's of Wikipedia articles of like Division Two players and also like bizarre uh, statistics about gu- like deaths that you would find. In- <laughs> yes. It's yep, such, yep, such yep. a bizarre book. It it it's beyond. Like, it's genuinely beyond comprehension. I'm not entirely sure we can analyse it. Uh, it I get 10 uh, out of 10. <laughs> but it could be... The thing is, it could be quite a fun book. It could be fun flicking yeah. through like these. So I, when, I, when, I, when we got the book, um, I, I thought, you know, oh, it'll be... A, in some ways, it's exactly what I knew it would be. I knew it, like, Rio Ferdinand twisting his foot and Vassell, Darius Vassell drilling an ingrowing toenail with a drill. It's like it's two hundred pages of pap, but you're right. It does it does go in um, some strange directions. And to be honest, I think it sullies the good name Hanson by the end of it. <laughs> Al Hanson, uh, he's gone. He's gone down. What? What? Why did he write it? Is he an authority on well, injuries at all? I just don't get it. Absolutely no idea why he wrote this book because the only thing that it mentions in there is that he got his big break in the nineteen seventy eight FA Cup final. Because Tommy Smith got injured or something? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, I guess does that make so? him an authority <laughs> on injuries? Um, well, I had a little theory about this, actually. Because I have heard this story before of uh, one man cashing in on someone else's injury to get their big break. And that's, pre- <laughs> that's pretty much the premise of The Devil Wears Prada, I think you will find. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to bring up Steve Bruce again. But yeah, that no. is, uh, I thought that that's is, what I thought. No, no, yeah. no. Alan Hansen is Anne Hathaway and Tommy Smith is Emily Blunt at home with the flu. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Again, I'm enjoying your alternate readings of these books. It is very, it's very hard to find an alternative narrative in this book when there isn't even one narrative. So that is that, I'm impressed. Yeah, I would say it's the one thing keeping me going at this point. The reason I read this book was basically to find out what what film or book Tash would refer back to, <laughs> and if she's got any more recipes from the Steps Cookbook. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Yeah, because I've just joined the circus and yeah. I need to learn how to cook a stir fry. Um, <laughs> Faye's made well, lovely I mean, chow mein. The, <laughs> <laughs> the Hanson intro is genuinely very weird because you you sort of you you read this book and, and as you say you think it's going to be like oh when Canazaris dropped a, a a bottle of salad cream on his foot, <laughs> uh, you know what a what a Actually, creamy aftershave, mistake. Aftershave, aftershave, I think you're fine, Jack. I'm pretty. <laughs> oh really? Oh god. Sure? That's me, sure. that's me minus five points down on the quiz already. <laughs> um, but so the intro starts with um, with Alan Hansen. As we say, we have no idea why Alan Hansen has re- written this book. But it, as you say, like it's because Tommy Smith got injured before the FA Cup final with a pickaxe, and so I guess there's a kind of link there. As it, you know, that's kind of a bizarre story. And you think that maybe Alan Hansen is then going to go into like the the lighter side of uh, football injuries. <laughs> um, the introduction, I would argue, is about six of the most harrowing pages we've ever read on Football Book Club, where it's Alan Hansen basically going into quite a lot of detail about the trauma and the uh, existential 
like crises that players go into when they get injured like he talks about at liverpool he's like you could never show any weakness if you said to anyone you were injured you were a persona non gratis you were out of the team you'd never play again i was forced to play at times i didn't feel comfortable playing if we couldn't play they'd shoot us full of cortisone those injuries we had for years afterwards one player got concussed came back on afterwards who knows what kind of injuries that did to him they treated us like horses but at the end they shoot horses in the head i wish they'd shot us in the head anyway here's a fun story about rio ferdinand (laughs) (laughs) it's remarkable there's a bit there's a bit in the introduction where he says jack uh, is pointing jack is jack's got animated (laughs) okay But there, but there's a, there's a so he's gone through all these horrible things. There's a bit where he says, "Oh, there's a funny story I can tell you with." I think it's Bill Shankly and another player. And I'm like, "Okay, thank God, a, a bit of lightness away from this, you know, psychological drama that we're going through here." Because it is a fun story about uh, Bill Shankly. Uh, one of the players, uh, they used to have electroshock therapy to help them through this injury. Uh, it was basically torture to make sure that you didn't uh, ever want to be injured again. Funny joke. Um, <laughs> and he says that at one point, Bill Shankly. Uh, was with tommy smith and tommy smith said he was injured and he was like oh i can't feel anything turn it up turn it up bill keep turning it up turns out bill hadn't turned the machine on the electroshock machine on he realized halfway through and the setting was like at 12 and then he severely electrocuted tommy smith and al hansen's like that's a good joke as well isn't it what is going on (laughs) and then al hansen's like there'll be more of this hilarity coming up (laughs) (laughs) well do you think maybe you know how we're saying he didn't write any of it maybe he did write that bit and he was sold that this book was going to be very different yeah it's going to be like a a confession of how difficult it is as a footballer when these things happen i completely think that's what happened i really think he was expecting like every single one of these uh entries to be like a very harrowing very sad story and then maybe there's a much funnier book that alan hansen then got the copy for him as like what no it's supposed to be incredibly moving let's meet halfway upsetting government statistics about people being killed by cows put them in (laughs) yeah did you also did you notice that um frighteningly funny comes up in the actual in the uh in in the opening chapter he says uh this is this so this is uh where the the bar is set for frighteningly funny there were twenty two thousand fans in the ground and 22 players the atmosphere was really tense but then David, uh, I'm not sure David, David Fairclough, David Fairclough liked the move by running up, missing the ball and kicking the corner flag. He was nowhere near the ball, didn't move an inch. Everyone on the pitch was in stitches. It was frighteningly funny. He needed treatment on his toe, but it was okay in the end. Frighteningly, how is that frighteningly funny? <laughs> like, that's oh where God, got, that's... Also, that's where they got the pull quote on the cover from. Literally, <laughs> Alan Hansen says that. The pull they, quote. <laughs> Alan Hansen says it's frighteningly funny in the book, and that's the quote they've used. <laughs> Alan Hansen, it's frighteningly funny on Alan Hansen's book. It's, cr- it's crazy. <laughs> that is like Inception, isn't it? It's just yeah. a, it's a quote within a quote. That also, so if you if you kick a corner flag and it hits you in the face, like that is funny. I'll admit that's funny, but at no point am I like like genuinely scared by how funny it is. <laughs> like, doubling over. Oh, I'm never yeah, gonna like, stop. Oh never God, stop laughing. <laughs> will I ever stop this laughter? Help me. <laughs> but it it does kind of ease into after that straight away. Because you're right, it ends. It has all these stories about um, you know Liverpool players being electrocuted and these like medieval circumstances and these. And then uh, the first chapter begins. Uh, number one, you're not stinging anymore <laughs> about Julio Arca <laughs> being stung by a jellyfish. And then that really, really hits its really hits its stride by that point. <laughs> I would say it it does hit its stride. The problem with the book from that point on is I think it kind of then that tone that that Hansen sets up where it's you stuck in your mind. can't trust anything yeah. is then stuck in your mind forever. To the yep. extent also that that each each it's not as if the injuries the injuries are not consistent throughout the book. There are some nope. injuries that are incredibly small, like a player hurts their ankle and has to miss a, pre-se- miss a preseason friendly. And you're like, okay, that's uh, not particularly funny. Uh, but, you know, it, it only missed a preseason friendly. That's fine. Another player, like, uh, injures himself shaving and again has to miss a preseason friendly. Another player gets killed by stampeding pigs. <laughs> <laughs> the disparity it's like every t- every page you turn like it's either going to be a slight nick of a chin or someone will die <laughs> <laughs> and or there's just be a bit on um someone not even having a funny injury there's a segment at one point where um they're talking about i think it's les ferdinand at spurs has some kind of funny injury and then it just goes talking to spurs deadly king's injured a lot isn't he 
And that was basically it. <laughs> it wasn't even an example of that. It's just Ledley King gets injured a lot. But talking of uh, getting off to a strange start in the book, so Alan Hansen's intro was bad enough. However, within my book, <laughs> and I've sent you some pictures of these, this guy, <laughs> I, I had a, f- a piece of A4 paper fall out from my copy that I bought somewhere off Amazon, uh, pre-owned, of course. No one's buying this. I'm not funding Alan Hansen to write more of this. <laughs> Um, I got it pre-owned, um, and it's it's bizarre. It's a list of I don't I don't know enough one about medicine, two drugs to understand what's going on here. But I've got a list of this guy, this person whose book owned it before has written down a breakdown of all the drugs they take at what time and where, and they're not like you know necessarily medical ones. There's you know ketamines in there, paracetamol, <laughs> oxycontin, laxido. Pexa, Matha, Gogan, Thane, Prega, Prega. So what you're saying is we would like a pharmacist to get in touch to tell us if this person is still alive. I don't know what's going on. It's just like 9.30, paracetamol, 10.30, ketamol. Yeah, 11.30, ketamine. (laughs) Um, and then it says, oh my god I, I, it, it's bizarre it says things like the rest of the day after 11.30 at Ketamine the rest of the day is a write up do not try and write down the rest of but the drugs there I was the same so I, t- I sent to a doctor friend and she went Ketamine oh maybe it's a, a vet who's written this and then when Paracetamol came out she was like no nah, it's not a vet <laughs> there's like it's there's a bit where it says breakthrough doses and I thought that was the end of it oh they the do the like micro dosing Maybe that's what it is, but why have you hidden it away in Anne Hansen's book? And then, <laughs> end of the book, I thought no that was all of it. Open it. <laughs> that's possibly true. <laughs> but I end of the book, I got through that, that bit fell, fell out, I read a bunch of funny stories out players. Then he's written in the book more doses <laughs> that he's got in there. Yeah, maybe, maybe for like a social video this week, we should all try that routine. Yeah. We will be dead. <laughs> Imagine dying for a social for a social video and you take drugs from Football Book Club. Well, Hi this guys, is a uh, we're the Football Book Club and this week we're, we're microdosing ketamine. <laughs> I was impressed how Alan Hansen's able to reel off all of these government statistics so easily. That's <laughs> It's a real, just off the top of his head. It's a real skill. So, um, for example, uh, page 20, really early on, I noticed it with um, Fabio Aurelio, which I'm sure, James, you're interested by, seeing Fabio Aurelio in there. He uh, apparently injured himself with a leisurely kickabout with his son uh, in the garden. Uh, his, his son was called Fabio Jr., by the way, a little fact. Uh, so I was, I was reading that, and then all of a sudden, the lo- as I, I thought the, these kind of stories either end with a pun, but this one uh, ended with, the Brazilian is not a lone sufferer of garden-provoked injuries, though. A 1998 survey by the Department of Trade and Industry revealed that 64,000 injuries take place in British gardens every year. And I thought, that's strange. <laughs> what a strange thing to <laughs> just, just add just in the, there. The change in contrast, it's the contrast in like tone, isn't it? It's like, yeah. Yeah. Just like oh, some, some silly footballer jumped up and knocked themselves unconscious. How silly. But seriously, more than half a million people... In the UK, <laughs> I'm knocked unconscious every year. Like, what? I thought that'd be a one-off, and then uh, page forty-nine. Peter Beagrey drives in in a quite crazy incident. Drives his motorbike uh, through a hotel window. Um, <laughs> it was a uh, it was a little bit more dangerous. In two thousand and two, the UK national estimate for accidents while on holiday overseas was four hundred eighty thousand six hundred sixty-four, with more than five thousand of them being fatal. Uh, the the government statistics, in a way, are fine, but suddenly saying five thousand people are dead. That that's gonna kill the mood stronger, <laughs> it, isn't it? It it really does. I but also then it, just realised something as well. The book is called Alan Hansen's Strangest Football Injuries. Not many of these are football injuries. They're just injuries that happen to footballers. Uh, that is true. That is a good point. A lot and of some them, of them aren't even injuries. <laughs> some of them are deaths. Some of them aren't footballers. There's literally a bit where, you know, honestly, it's true. There's a bit where um, he just brings up some horrible real life injury where some girl, uh, uh, Jack, I'll let you go on this because I can see you really want to <laughs> no, talk about. Uh, no, no, you I, want to talk about microwave egg girl. <laughs> I have because because this is that is the weirdest. I mean, okay, sorry. I need to gather my thought, thoughts. I just need to. <laughs> In this book about uh, funniest football injuries, there is a random segue where Alan Hansen talks about a girl who put an egg in the microwave. (laughs) The girl took the egg out of the microwave and it then exploded all over her, causing her horrible burns. Yep. 
It's awful. Why? <laughs> why? Why? I need it's, to know why, Alan. It's it's literally because um, uh, Aiden Davison, a Grimsley goalkeeper, was uh, hit by a hard-boiled egg during a second division match. That's that's how he relates it into that. It's 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 such a segue. Such a leap. I reckon Alan Hansen saw that story about Egg Girl and was like, <laughs> I'm keeping that. He saw that years ago. <laughs> years ago, he saw a story about Egg Girl. And then as soon as they mentioned the idea of this book, he was like, Brilliant. this is a chance for me to finally talk about Egg Girl. <laughs> finally, I can relate it to injuries of my Florence Cinema Pongo. I can't. Brilliant. <laughs> it's that. But it's, it, it's, it's not just that. It's, these statistics are just, they're crazy. Like, like there's a story about Thomas Myra, the old Everton keeper, in the shower, and he's like, uh, according to 2008 studies, children are at most danger in the shower, with 15 people in the in- injured every day doing it. Like, he's like Opta Joe meets Casualty. It's so, <laughs> it's, it's so strange. Like, whose job was it to find these things? I know, and this jo- is like pre-internet as well. This would have yeah. been a real slog. Well, no, it was. It was 2009. This book was 2009. Yeah, it, this it's, book it's came way... out 2009. You exactly. What? It's way later. <laughs> this book you came are out. Joking me. This book came out after No Country for Old Men was released. <laughs> it's really. <What? laughs> it, re- it has a very like 1997 aura about it. You could excuse it if it was if it came out in the 90s. You could excuse this book somewhat, but the fact that it came out in 2009 is like, what the hell was going on? Who let this happen? I'm genuinely surprised that. Uh, no- no Country for Old Men came out uh, before this book and that the injuries in No Country for Old Men are not in this book. <laughs> <laughs> One unfortunate lad got shot in the head with a cattle gun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this week, instead of out of context on the show, we're going to do uh, our favourite injuries from the book. So I've asked you all to bring your favourite injury from the book. Uh, Jack, let's kick off with you. What's your favourite injury from Alan Hansen's Strange Football Injuries? Oh, my favourite injury is Alex Stepney in August 1975, uh, which is quite, you know, usually far beyond what we usually do in these books. Yeah. But it says... Uh, Manchester United's former goalkeeper, who signed for the club in 1966 after only three months at Chelsea, managed to dislocate his jaw while shouting at defenders during a game <laughs> against Birmingham City. That's he funny. went down holding his face with nobody around him in a, a minute into the second half. He later revealed, I just shouted for the ball where my jaw clicked and left me in agony. It was ridiculous. See, that's the kind of stuff I wish this book was packed with. That, 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 kind of <laughs> that was the bit. That was the one bit of the book I've written in my notes, which is the just in my notes, it just says, okay, that one is funny. Frighteningly uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. funny? Frighteningly funny? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. I would say it's like it's quite comfortingly funny because it's like oh <laughs> what a silly accident. There's another one that's funny. Two are funny because uh, I that one is funny, but also objectively this is funny. Gary Nursmith falls down a manhole. That is, <laughs> that is funny. That sounds like, like a dramatic reading title. That sounds like a dramatic reading title. It's like Looney Tunes. Yeah, it does sound. It does sound like a dramatic. <laughs> it's like, the problem is, is that what you've just said is funny, but in the book, I don't think it is funny. <laughs> I think the st- the sentence, Gary Naismith has fallen down a manhole, is funny. <laughs> but any kind of detail they give, which usually is like, uh, manholes are responsible for over a million deaths in the UK alone. <laughs> like, then you're like, okay, that's not funny, is it? The image Gary of Gary Naismith, Gary Naismith is responsible for 4,000 deaths in the UK every yeah. single year. <laughs> Alan Hansen's most harrowing injuries, it should be called. <laughs> it should be called that. Tash, you got any favourite injury? Yeah. Do you guys know what jellyfishing is? Have you ever heard of jellyfishing? Is it a sex thing? No. It's oh. where you say something that's really nice about someone, but then you finish it off with something really horrible because it's like a oh. sting. Right? You mentioned this on the podcast. You mentioned yeah, this before I think I on the have. podcast. Well, Alan yeah. Hansen manages to jellyfish someone while talking about jellyfish. <laughs> it's yes. jellyfish squared because he says, <laughs> oh, it's about Julio Arca. And he says he was stung by a Portuguese man of war while swimming in the North Sea. He must have been so strong and brave. Severe reactions can cause death. And he came out of it alive. But then he ends that bit with... He made his full recovery just in time to be relegated with Sunderland from the Premier League and then from the Championship with Middlesbrough. Yeah, it gets him twice, two relegations. I I totally agree, that bit was so strange. (laughs) That was very, very funny. Like just, just to 
just don't let him that. have it. Don't just let it. him be brave because he survived yeah. a Portuguese man of war. Like that, and, that, and that's all after like uh, Mick McCarthy saying yeah. like oh, I was I was going to wee on him, but I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Julio Arca is the only footballer um, I have in my phone. He's the only oh. footballer whose number I have. Oh wow! So you, maybe you I, maybe ask him, him if he has yeah, anything yeah. to say about this. Uh, this <laughs> This sting. Did he piss on your foot? (laughs) (laughs) Did Mick McCarthy piss on your foot? Just leave a voice voice note that's that. My favourite one um, was uh, Alex Kalinka, who's a, I think, a goalkeeper at Palace, or he's he's at Palace in some way, and he laughs. uh, (laughs) uh, They're playing Bradford City, and he laughs when Bradford score. Um, and uh, so Trevor Francis, the manager, punches him on the nose, <laughs> just hits him in the dugout. And he goes afterwards. Klinko says, "I was not laughing in the dugout. The manager punched me on the nose. I have not been given an explanation as to why I did it. My nose is very sore and bruised." <laughs> Again, that is that is one of the few ones where the actual explanation is funnier than the than just saying. <laughs> Because uh, the idea of Alex Kalinko rubbing his nose and saying, my nose is sore and bruised, is very funny. <laughs> Frighteningly so. I, there was another one there, which wasn't even in the book. There's a guy called Chick Brody he brings up on page 71. I made um, a note of this as well, because it's not funny, but it's crazy. It's, it's fascinating. This is under a section called Bad Animals, uh, where he talks about uh, you know people getting hit by moose and things like that. Yeah, he talks about Chick Brody, who uh, was playing for Brentford. Uh, and he talks about how he collided with a dog on the pitch and he suffered injuries that he never recovered from playing football, which is quite sad. Um, it's very sad. But then he says, given the number of curious injuries Brody suffered during his career, which included a hand grenade being thrown into the goal mouth, and he doesn't go into depth on what that story is. <laughs> that is an incredible story in the immediately, which he doesn't go into. So I Googled it. And I found out about Chick Brody, um, and this is true. He played in the game against Millwall. Of course it's Millwall. Uh, the dead shell of a hand grenade was thrown onto the pitch before the, behind the goal mouth at Griffin Park on Saturday during Brentford's game against Millwall. B's goalie Chick Brody picked up the grenade from the pitch and threw it into the back of the net, where PC O'Connell saw it. The policeman, not knowing the grenade to be a dead one, put it in a bucket of sand and took it to Brentford Police Station, where it was identified <laughs> as a dead United States uh, pineapple type. Great, cool. Um, you know, I have to like, put it in like a, a lineup of some sort against other against other grenades. <laughs> but yeah, it's um that, d- bizarre. That's that's a better story. It's a miles better. It's not really an injury, but it's a miles better. Actually, yeah, it's not an injury at all. But it's a miles better story than a. Um, that's a good dramatic reading, actually. Yeah, yeah. Would have been. Would have been. <laughs> should have done that this week. <laughs> we should have gone outside of the book for yeah. the dramatic reading. Yeah. <laughs> we're that's outsourcing our dramatic readings because the yeah. books aren't good enough. <laughs> and we'll be back after the break with yet more of Alan Hansen's silly football injuries. Hello, um, hello there. What voice do you want me to do? I'll just do my voice. Do your voice. Yeah, thanks. Hello, I'm Joe Marlowe. People think I hate people, but I don't. (laughs) I actually love interaction with people. I love finding out what jobs they do and whether I could do what they do. The Joe Marlowe Show. Joe Marlowe Show. With new episodes every Wednesday. 
Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome back to Football Book Club, where we are reading Alan Hansen's Strangest Football Injuries. And we're going to go right back in uh, with some nice pictures. Tash, lead us through them. Yes, well, mercifully, every other page in this book is a full page image. Um, <laughs> it's a very quick book to get through. Yeah. God, I God, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Oh. More of that, please. <laughs> but and I watched Memento last night, right? And thanks to reading this book, I really understand it because reading this book made me feel like maybe I had some sort of mild brain injury where I kind right. of understand the world, but I need photographs <laughs> to piece it together. And this book, this book really helped me get <laughs> what he was going for. Especially because it's written backwards as well. The yeah. book, which is such a strange, <laughs> such a strange choice. <laughs> but the most fun, I think, kind of comes from when the text pages get the addition of little images to illustrate them. And my personal favourite one here was, there's a page about Gaza pulling a muscle getting out of bed. And accompanying it is a photograph that looks like it's from a crime scene of two (laughs) twin beds pushed together as if they're in a hotel and you haven't like told them that you want to get down and dirty that weekend, so you've pushed them together. And the caption is, a bed yesterday a danger to footballers like what the hell is going on <laughs> in this book it's so weird that sounds like a that sounds like a poem yeah i know a bed yesterday <laughs> a danger for footballers <laughs> It is all royalty-free stuff or pictures that just don't make any sense out of context. Yeah, I think, no, I think, like, someone's taken it on an iPhone and gone, we need an image, we've got no budget left, I'm going to take a picture of a bed in the travel lodge that they've put us up in or something like that. It's so weird. I did have a look at the uh, art director and he is still gainfully employed somehow, so well done to Jamie Dunmore um, for keeping his job. (laughs) (laughs) Did not expect... Uh, art director Jamie Dunmore to come up in there. <laughs> Do you know what? Let's call him out. But I, Thank you. No, I, I actually really enjoy the photographs. They were my favourite bit of this book, which yeah. is saying something. It's useful that they get pictures of like an egg, just in case you forget what eggs yeah. look like. <laughs> or like a yeah. sky remote when someone hurts that foot. <laughs> this book is so weird that I didn't realise until today that that picture of him on the front, that it's a boot. I thought it was I thought it was Wolverine's adamantium <laughs> It does look like that. It, yeah. it looks like Freddy. He looks like Freddy Krueger. He's got Freddy Krueger hands. He looks like Freddy Krueger. Yeah. And I didn't question it at all. I was like, yeah, that's 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 that makes sense within the context of this book. And, and then today I was like, oh, it's the boot. That's what it is. The the front cover is so lazy. It's just like they've just gone. Oh, what are things in the book? Uh, there's a moose. Uh, there's a boot. There's a shovel. Okay, uh, Alan Hansen's there, there as well. Like it, no one, no one has re- realistically thought about what's in this book. On the back is a kettle and microwave. It's like what was that? What is it? The Generation Game. You could play yeah. that with this cover. You want a wiggly man? Um, I find it. I thought it was a very brave choice, Ed Story, though, to have a picture of a horribly burned nine-year-old girl on the back. I thought that. Was really <laughs> <laughs> Look, it lets you know what this book is about. <laughs> Jay, to be honest, Jamie Dunmore and everyone else, anyone who profited off this, fair play to them. They, they yeah, I, I actually, I think of everyone in this book, you guys deserved your payday because you had to put the graft in here. Everyone, yeah, like, sure, Alan Hansen phoned it right in. Round of yeah. applause for the art directors <laughs> on, on, on the book. And that was a beautiful guide to the Alan Hansen's <laughs> Strange Double Injuries picture section. Thank you very much, Tash. Very welcome. <laughs> One thing that I noticed about this book is, despite how bad it is overall, I actually did learn some things. 
about okay. football and just general general things I learned about. So how long to microwave an egg? <laughs> how many people get concussion each year? <laughs> That's yeah. one of them. <laughs> but stranger things like Andy Gorham has a poisonous bite. That was a thing I learned. <laughs> so, yes, I didn't get this. <laughs> There's so little explanation for this too. So like, the, the, there's like the lack of context makes it really confusing. So it says Andy Gorham bit Petrich on the elbow after coming to collect a cross. It doesn't actually then tell you any more about it. Like what they, they say that like that's like a regular occurrence as if you like go to your GP and be like with a cut on your elbow and the doctor's like, oh, goal, goalkeeper bite you, did he? Like, <laughs> I'm assuming they meant he came, he collided with his tooth. His elbow hit his tooth, but they don't actually say that. But then I, I like the idea that there are some goalkeepers that aren't poisonous, and you can tell from their uh, from their marker, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. from their colourings on the shirt. Yeah. <laughs> but why is Andy Gorham's bite poisonous? I don't know. Why is it poisonous? <laughs> it's like he's Cujo or something, like some <laughs> rabid animal foaming at the mouth. Like they don't go into any more detail they just tell you this happened it, it, i assumed that and this isn't under because i totally i was i was as uh, perplexed as you were but i'm assuming that it, it basically means that uh, he didn't treat the wound and he got affected yeah, that, yeah. That, that's that's just that's it the right? way they the way they write it though like oh yeah the bite was poisonous yeah like he's, <laughs> a, vamp- he's, like he's a vampire he's of some sort he's not yeah. a snake like he's <laughs> got infected it's fine just put a bit of cream on it um Another thing I learned was that there's an English beach football team. I had no idea that was a thing. Did that was interesting. No. Uh, I know that Cantona played for the French bo- for, uh, French beach football team after he retired. That makes more sense, though. An English football team just seems... Where- I want to know when they train, when they train, where they train, where they play. Like, Can I join? How do they, <laughs> how do, they do this? <laughs> they- they'll be getting injuries just from like standing on glass or kicking yeah. stones. And, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else did you learn, James? Sorry. <laughs> Uh, Iron Maiden have an 11 aside team that was weird yes that's true what the hell was going on there yeah I mean Black Sabbath would make sense because uh, they invited Andy <laughs> yeah. Gray to play as we saw before but yeah how many members I, are there in, in Iron Maiden I think there are five or six one of them actually lives near me lives like five minutes away and does Gary Pallister pop up in this book? Because Gary Pallister and the guitarist from Iron Maiden are always in a pub in, in Yarm on a Saturday <laughs> night, usually. <laughs> together? Just, just do it all in one, because that's some more questions. Sometimes they're together. Sometimes they are. I remember once one of... This is like just not related to any of this, sorry, but um, just while we're speaking about the Iron Maiden guitarist, one time we were out in that pub and and uh, one of the lads that we were with said, seeing that guy over there, thinks he's in a rock band or something. You're like, yeah, he's in Iron Maiden, mate. He, he's, he's, he's doing all right. I, I'm fascinated. When did this podcast become James Bowger name drops? <laughs> I love it. I learned something new in this book as well. Uh, I didn't know what toppling was. I'd never heard this phrase. Les Ferdinand was ruled out. For, oh, sorry, Jack again's animated and excited about it. Just like Burnt Egg Girl. <laughs> No, you you have you have to you have to explain what toppling is because I, I thought I was losing my mind. So Les Ferdinand's ruled out for the rest of the season in April two thousand and two after breaking his wrist in a freak accident at home. I was just messing about home and toppled over, and my wrist took the weight uh, took the weight and he hurt himself. This is just before uh, Ledley King pops up, of course, for no injuries. Just just because he played for Tottenham and he gets hurt a lot. Um, his misfortune at home could be attributed to a recent phenomenon <laughs> known as uh, toppling. It says in quote marks, toppling is defined as falling over from top heaviness or lack of support he probably succumbed to this occurrence due to his upper body strength renowned as a striker blessed with upper mobility facing Ferdinand was a frightening prospect for any defender in the mid Premier League at his peak during the mid 1990s <laughs> toppling that's, that's just falling over <laughs> also this book has not been uh, like um, diagnosing people that's, <laughs> I don't know when, when Alan Hansen decided he was a doctor yep that's toppling you're suffering from Les <laughs> but I feel like that body shape was very 90s so I understand what he's saying you know you, you, you don't see many men skipping leg day these days you know they kind of balance it out whereas back in the 90s it was very Johnny Bravo you know? <laughs> that's a good point I can't imagine like those um, weeble men is it weeble yeah. men like just falling upside back upside down weeble men yeah <laughs> oh, they, they definitely should have named it upside down weeble men uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. disease <laughs> I just a bit like the way he says like a new phenomenon known as toppling as if it's like planking <laughs> these things that kids are all doing now <laughs> alright you guys fancy a bit of toppling later yeah let's have a little topple <laughs> So did we think overall the book reached a satisfying conclusion? Was there a conclusion? <laughs> yeah. It didn't even get started. <laughs> there was nothing to conclude. 
<laughs> it literally, it also, it literally just ends the book. There is no like, well, that was it. I'm Alan Hansen. Thank you for listening to that. I think it ends on it ends on some story where um, Alan Wright injures himself in a Ferrari or something because uh, yeah, he's, he's got his feet up. He's got his feet up in in a strange way, and then yeah, the book's just just and over. And then very That's optimistically, it. the people who made this book end it with a double page spread of their other books, as if you're going to finish it and go. Do you know <laughs> yeah. what I want to do now? I want to read eight more of them. I want to read yeah. EFC Kits, the complete guide <laughs> to the strips worn by Everton. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they really do. These guys, honestly, man, whatever that guy's name was again, the art director I, is killing I respect on these guys. <laughs> they are rinsing it and I love it. The end of that of this book is genuinely like, uh, you know, YouTube links where it's like, if you enjoyed that, click on this, except except you can't click on it. You just have to look at it and go, yeah. oh, maybe I'll order that in six to eight weeks. Good. Yeah, thanks. but you know, work smarter, smarter, not harder. Like they've They've put it there for you, ready to go. I love it. And let's be honest, guys, we'll be reading EFC kits next season. <laughs> next week on the show, yeah. Maybe, yeah. yeah. I, I, I've ordered it already. Uh, actually, there is one thing towards the end of the book, uh, a chapter at the end, which is weirdly topical, which I thought when reading it, about uh, swine flu. Uh, it, it, when I read it, I was like, oh, hang on, this is all, this is all, uh, this is all very strange. and uh, Foreshadowing. Kind of... Yeah, very much so. I found it a bit creepy. It's kind of annoying that they were moaning about swine flu, though, and it's like, oh, don't you even. <laughs> yeah, because there's don't. like... It's, they talk about Micah Richards getting it in a hotel uh, and then he says I'll get some sick from the lads when I do return they'll probably all turn up to training in surgical masks having seen me in one he's like well, mm, weird very weird well. he's like yeah like, do you remember when everyone was ridiculing Naomi Campbell for cleaning the plane last February he's the Naomi <laughs> Campbell of football he saw yeah, it coming I 12 re- years ahead <laughs> I like the idea that Micah Richards is there thinking, God, okay, you guys can chill out. This joke's been going on for long enough, guys. Okay. Wow. You somehow got every single person in the world wearing a, a, a surgical mask? <laughs> All right, like, chill out. But th- Exactly. And there's bits like where the British beach football team, which is what you mentioned earlier, uh, get kicked out of the Nations Cup in Austria because the, they were worried they're going to contaminate, contaminate other teams. And everything is a bit like, oh, yeah, as if that would possibly be the case. All the way through it. And it, it, it is very much like, oh, yeah, as if pandemics or anything. They say... At one point, they tell the Russian fans uh, to avoid contracting, uh, to not go to Wales, not to do intense shouting or shake hands at some point, just in case it might spread this stupid disease. And literally, these are all things that were being told 12 years later. It's, it's, it, it was really, it was spooky reading it. It was, it it was, was very spooky. strange. It, it, yeah. made, it, it, was, it was very weird. It didn't, I didn't like it. I didn't know. The, I think there isn't there an image with someone with a surgical mask photoshop. Mickey Richards. Well. They photoshop yeah. on. Yeah. Mickey Richards. Yeah. It's yeah. It's weird. I didn't like it. It's unsettling. I can't quite figure. It can't. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Not that, that was the bit of the book that was frightening. Yeah. And then there were two. <laughs> One of the bit of the book oh, that was funny. That was frightening. It was, me- so, yeah. it was meant Together. to say it's it's frightening and funny. And That's funny. what it's meant yeah. to say. Yeah. On the <laughs> <laughs> it's frightening, Lee. Funny. Um, it, it was talking to a guy called Lee. It's talking to Lee Sharp. This book is addressed to Lee Sharp. Sharp. <laughs> um, did this book change you? Rating out of ten, uh, I, I'm guessing uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna have to bust out the calculator because there's some high scores. I think. <laughs> so, uh, let's start with Tash out of ten. I'm gonna give it a four. Purely for oh, the f- art direction. Wow. Okay. Wow. The art direction saved the book. Yeah. Wow. I, that I, I enjoyed it. A lot higher than I thought it was going to be. You enjoyed the, the art direction. Get, the, the text book. gets zero points. Nil one. Okay. The art direction gets eight. So balanced out. That's a four. Wow. It's just very. <laughs> direction gets eight. I loved What's it. It was like you know crap, but. People are going to buy this book thinking like, oh, this should be hanging, uh, you know, in the Tate somewhere. But it really is just like funny, funny clip art, basically. (laughs) Uh, Jack, what's your score? Can I give minus points? (laughs) (laughs) It's going to test my maths, but yep. Uh, No, I've got to give it a one. It was, you can give, you can go. If you want to go minus, go minus. No, you know what? It was quantifiably a book, and that was. So it has to get some point. It's it's one. It's one of the worst okay. things I've ever read. <laughs> Great. Um, sorry, I'm, Alan. I'm genuinely quite angry that you made us read this. Apologies, apologies. Uh, we'll wait till we do EFC kits next week. Uh, uh, James, uh, it's score out of ten. I would have given it a one, but 
the the brevity of it bumped it up to a two. I enjoyed how short it was. It was so fu- it was just some sentences, and that was that was refreshing. So I'll give it a two. Weirdly, I think the brevity made me more angry. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, well, what is the point of this? I wanted Why like a complete exist? like coffee table guide of something, and it, it just didn't give yeah. that. I'm, go, I'm I'm going two as well. So remarkably it's our first book ever to finish in single figures uh it's got <laughs> nine out of ten so that's 2.25 that is steve bruce is jumping for joy you go yes someone's uh, <laughs> taken the, the top spot from me there we go 2.25 and uh, to be honest that's generous <laughs> only because tasha's it is it generous with, i know so tash, tash bumped it up really high because she has this weird fetish <laughs> for clip art <laughs> Oh, a picture of a sky remote. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Yeah, I love it. I, I just love the audacity of making this book and selling it for actual money. I yes. love it. It's very true. Very true. Well, fair play to all. I will always reward balls. <laughs> I think we know what's going to be the uh, the intro line for Tash now in this episode. <laughs> I will always reward balls. Do, 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 do. Okay, for the quiz this week, you're all named after unusual objects that have injured people in the book. Jack, you're a loose moose. Tash, you're Darius Vassell's power drill. And James, you're a piping hot microwave egg. (laughs) (laughs) Very sad uh, nine-year-old got injured. Uh, Number one, who was lying in a bed? (laughs) Question one, who was lying in a bed which Brian Robson tried to lift, ruling Brian out for a game in Italia 90? He's come up already in the show. Loose moose. Jack? No, was it Gaza? It was, it was Gaza. Gaza, Gaza was yeah. lying in that bed and got injured. Yeah. He also did injure himself trying to get out of bed, but yep, that is correct. Dropped One point for mm-hmm. the loose moose. Uh, yes. Very good, Lucy. Uh, so, number two, what is Steve Koppel describing here? It is not an injury that should be ridiculed or made light of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember oh. this. I remember this as well. What is he oh, describing? God. I'll give you a clue. It features uh, a former Reading player who we've uh, sung about on the show before. I love it when you call me. Oh, Leroy Lita. Is correct. What, what did, he, did do? he do? Well, I can't give any points. Enough. I'll give I'll give Tash half a point for getting Leroy Lita. He overstretched in bed is the answer. That was... <laughs> oh. Uh, number three, what board game was PSG goalkeeper Lionel Le- Letizzi playing when he strained his back trying to pick up a piece? Loose moose? Uh, let's hear it. Was it Monopoly? Nope, it wasn't Monopoly. Uh, mm. uh, egg or Derives for Sales Power Drill? Basically, uh, Power name- Drill. I'm gonna have a guess. Cluedo. Isn't correct. Uh, this it falls to you. It falls to you, Microwave Egg. Was it Connect Four? <laughs> it's incredible. <It's> scra- <laughs> All funny suggestions. It's Scrabble. Uh, question oh. number four. Scrabble? Where was Steve? I know, I yeah, know. Yeah, th- there's some dignity to being injured by Connect <laughs> 4. Yeah. Scrabble. Well, if, if you'd done it by Cluedo, you could be like, oh yeah, it was a revolver. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very good point. Rob Gre- Green, d- d- Professor Green, <laughs> yeah. shot me in the billiard room with a revolver. <laughs> Question number four. Where was Steve Lomas doing a lot of walking when he aggravated a shin problem? Oh, Egg, boiling egg. Yep, fair enough. What is uh, it? Disneyland. Disneyland is correct. One uh, point to uh, Mr. Microwave Egg. And finally, uh, question six. How many people in the UK are knocked unconscious every single year? <laughs> oh! Oh! It's Half hard. a million! Uh, oh! Yeah. Derives for sale! Okay. <laughs> what is it, Tash? What is it, Tash? Half a million! It's over half a minute. You're right. That is correct. So, Tash, you've won it with one and a half points. One and a half oh! points. Won it for you. Have you, have you ever won one before, Darius? No. Power drill. There we go. No. What a time. Well, uh, as your prize, it's time for this week's Ken Zong. You excited by that? Oh, I am buzzing for this. Buzzong, should I say? <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good catchphrase. Buzzong. Ooh. <laughs> As we know, every week Ken Zong writes us a new chant. Uh, Hold on a sec, because um, I actually Whoa. got an email off someone um, uh, called Lalana Del Rey. Um, and <laughs> they sent me a recording, um, and the this message is... they sent me a message saying Ken Zong is great. This is just to keep him on his toes, so he keeps producing the goods. Yours, Lalana Del Rey, kiss kiss. So <laughs> I had to listen to it. And it's a cover of Lana Del Rey National Anthem, but with the lyrics changed, so it's about a certain footballer. That's, that's all, yeah. 
That's all I wow, say, really. this is very unorthodox. But you know what? I'll let it happen. I'll let it happen. I'll let this play oh, out. Poor Ken. I'm glad you said that because that would be <laughs> annoying. Ken, I'm going to do that instead. Sorry. Let's hear it. Shut it it down. Let's hear Lalana Del Rey's take on um, National Anthem. Defending is the key to success. So before we go out, will your tackles impress? It's Alan Hansen. God, he's so handsome. Clean sheets at Anfield and all around the world. He loves to jump and reckless abandon. Holding me for free kicks and corners as well. He defends real close. He's got it down, yeah. Wind in his hair. Hand in the back of your neck. I said, beat me one on one. He said, yes. Everybody knows it, it's a fat kick kick. Oh, it's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> Incredible. Unbelievable. Oh my god, I love it. The longest and oh, possibly best Ken Zong we've ever had. Well, not Ken Zong. It's just to keep him. It's just to keep him on his keep toes. Keep James, can I ask an important question? Is Lalana Del Rey you? <laughs> Uh, I can't. I can't confirm what they're like. Very topical song, though. I'm very I, I showed that to my dad earlier, and uh, he went, "Were well, you meant to be that close to the microphone?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." He went, "All right." Just walked away. So I can, I can. that was the feedback. Um, if you've read Alan Hansen's book, or any book we've read on the show, or any of these weird football spin-offy things, uh, get in touch with us about it. Get in touch about anything. We'd love to hear from you. You can find us on Twitter, at Footy Book Club, Instagram, at Football Book Club, and we're on Facebook. Plus, we've got our brand new email address, fbc at crowdnetwork.co.uk. Please get in touch with us about some Andy Crabb stories. If you don't remember Andy Crabb, we talked about him in the last wider reading with Tom Fordyce. He's our made-up footballer from the 90s and noughties. We're writing his autobiography and we want you to tell us all the stories about him that you want to see happen in that autobiography. There's some great things uh, in there already and we can't wait for some more. So email us that or DM us on uh, social media. All good. Also, we're edging close to the Michael Owen trilogy, guys. How are you feeling about that? Oh, God. <laughs> feel yeah. nervous. I genuinely feel quite nervous. The Have idea you all got the books? Showing. Have you yeah, all got the books? sitting on my shelf. They're, they're a rather large pile I already had one of them, and it's a huge hardback. Yeah, I yeah I'm I, not looking forward to it. It's it's going to be something. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be an absolute treat. Next week on the podcast, we'll be reading Dean Windass's Dino with journalist and host of Not the Top Twenty podcast, George Alec. Uh, but for now, guys, thanks for everything today. You've been brilliant. Any last words? Over 15 million people a year are killed <laughs> by last words. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Football Book Club. It featured James Bug, Natasha Daniels, Jack Bernhardt, and James Balgen. It was created by James Bug, and it was a crowd production. Thanks to Alan, or whoever did write it, for writing the book. But where are they all now? Well, Alan Hanson has since left Match of the Day and sadly hasn't added to his IMDb credits in a while. Come back, Alan. Just please not with strangers' football injuries, too. Les Ferdinand is now director of football at QPR and, to our knowledge, hasn't suffered from any further cases of toppling. Julio Arca will not respond to our calls asking if Mick McCarthy urinated on him. And Cooking with Steps is surprisingly difficult to track down. What a tragedy. The music, Hills Behind, is the work of Silent Partner, and Lobby Time is the work of Kevin McLeod, and both are used in a Creative Commons 4.0 license. We'll be back next week with Dean Windass's Dino, featuring journalist, broadcaster, and not the top 20 podcast, George Alec. See you then. Bye bye. Crowd Network, a place where you belong. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.